from the city of 100 Hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. This is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. Hi, I'm Barry Morishita, Mayor of the City of Brooks. We need your help. COVID-19 has hit us hard. We need to take a stand to fight this virus together and keep everyone safe. We ask you to take the advice of experts, wash your hands, keep your distance, wear a mask, and follow all the rules. Stay home if you can. We all look forward to returning to some normalcy. The sooner, the better. Let's get through this together and do the right thing. Welcome to Global Village uh, Broadcast. This is Ahmed Kassim, your host of the program. We are very honored today. We have uh, Sam from Calgary, uh, who used to be here in uh, Brooks uh, during the Excel time and uh, used to be the uh, manager of health and safety uh, at the plant. And now he is in Calgary, so we reach him in Calgary. Thank you very much, uh, Sam, joining us today on the on the podcast. Thank you very much, Ahmed, and uh, I also want to uh, thank uh, um, your team and uh, and also the listeners um, today uh, for uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, to be a voice on your show. So thank you very much. Okay, tell us a bit about yourself, Sam. Um, so, uh, well, my my name is Sam Manqua. I um, I think uh, most of the folks in Brooks uh, would would probably connect uh, me with uh, my times uh, at um, uh, Exo Foods. Um, this was back in uh, 2008 to 2010, uh, where at the time I used to work as the um, Occupational Health Services um, Manager. Um, uh, but that's not who I am. Uh, um, uh, I'm essentially... Uh, uh, father of two um, healthy uh, uh, kids, um, Kenny and Will. Uh, they're, they're now nine and ten, and uh, I'm also a happily uh, married man. Uh, uh, surprisingly, uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised, by the way, because I love my wife, but, uh, 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 but we've been together uh, since uh, 2004. Uh, we met in Vancouver. Um, just to let you know, uh, listeners, uh, um, I'm from Ghana, um, Africa, uh, West Africa, uh, and my wife, uh, love of my life, uh, she's from um, Tokyo, Japan. So, uh, but um, world, the world is a mysterious place, and uh, it's all happened that uh, we met in Vancouver, BC, and um, after my school, I basically moved to Bruce, and, and, and that's when she decided to move uh, into the country as well. Uh, but back to who I am. Um, Apart from my family and, and uh, of course, uh, um, uh, as, as what identifies me, um, a lot of people would probably talk about what they do as well, so I'll probably add that as well. Um, what I uh, do now is I am uh, uh, owner of uh, a Gab Gateway um, uh, Limited and also Kenwood Technologies Corporation. Um, now, GAP Gateway Limited is an occupational health uh, organization and we provide occupational health services um, across um, Alberta and BC. Uh, of course, uh, the pandemic, just like how it's affected everybody, that uh, business has been hard hit. And um, and so what um, for, for what we get most of our revenue now is through my other company, which is uh, Kenwell Technologies uh, Corporation which essentially is um, a tech company, but um, 
because of the times that we're in, we we also um, we also actually do uh, sell things such as uh, N95 masks and um, and also other um, devices uh, that helps um, with the COVID management. So, um, in a nutshell, um, I, I won't bore everybody, but that's that's I can say that's something about me. <laughs> No, that's that's uh, some that's uh, well said. Uh, so just about that uh, technology one. Uh, so is that a uh, someone, for example, wants to connect with that? Would they reach you via email or would they give you a call? Yeah, they can uh, either call me or email. Um, uh, our uh, our um, e- email is info i n f o at kenwell dot com k e n w i l l. So anybody can reach out uh, at any time, to, um, and we'll be happy to help them. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, tell us about uh, Ghana in West Africa. Most of uh, people who might not be in travel overseas, uh, some of them might think that Africa is a one nation. Uh, so you want to uh, touch base on uh, uh, that uh, information about Africa, especially especially Ghana? Yeah, I'll talk about Ghana, but I think uh, first and foremost for, for listeners, I, I like to um, kind of really heighten that, um, yes, Africa is not a country, and it is uh, it has different countries. And as a matter of fact, there are lots of wonderful countries in, in Africa, both North, South, East, and West Africa. Um, I, I can start mentioning a whole list of of, uh, of countries, uh, we're talking about Congo, Ethiopia, South Africa, um, uh, Kenya, uh, Ghana, Guinea. There are so many great countries uh, in Africa that I would uh, encourage anybody who's never been to to actually go visit. Uh, I um, happen to be from from Ghana, which is a country in West Africa, and um, uh, I think uh, if I'm in Ghana, I would have to say that. Uh, we see ourselves as the gateway uh, to Africa. Um, so uh, that's what uh, uh, people from Ghana will turn themselves as. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, there's great, a lot of great countries to visit in Africa. Um, so um, Ghana is in the west coast, of course, of Africa. Uh, it's uh, just on the, just above the equator, if you're into geography, and is uh, latitude zero degrees goes through it directly um, um so that's uh for the geography folks that love to to see where that uh, precisely um so just above the equator and right uh, on uh latitude uh, uh sorry longitude uh, zero degrees um yeah uh, now it's um it's a smaller country population about 35 million um it's um, it's got about um, fourteen different tribes in that country, and um, and they all do very well with each other. Um, and I think it's mostly uh, uh, kind of a promoted due to inter-ethnic marriages. So um, we all call ourselves Guinean, but um, there's so many different ethnic groups. And uh, in terms of religion, um, there is uh, it is it is both. Uh, um, Islam and Christian country, and um, and and both coexist uh, happily. As a matter of fact, every year we have uh, the main imam uh, go goes to a church um, at the end of the year just to worship with Christians, and vice versa. Uh, when to, uh, 
other uh, Muslim uh, brothers are also having the festival. So um, in that sense, it's a great place to live, irrespective of what religion uh, that you are um, or, or which ethnic group you come from. It's also a very safe country, um, so there is quite a, a lot of um, foreigners in, uh, that come to visit on a yearly uh, basis. So, um, yeah, if you want to uh, go anywhere in Africa and feel safe, not that uh, everywhere else is not safe, but one of the good, good places to go would be Ghana. So I highly recommend that. No, that's fantastic. No, that that's fantastic. Uh, that's thanks, uh, uh, Sam. Uh, is is Ghana is also rich in history. So, is there is any historical places that someone wants to travel to Ghana in the near future after the pandemic uh, that uh, you want to touch base with? Yeah, I think um, right now actually their numbers are way down. So, um, even though we feel a lot, uh, feel the pinch of the lockdown here because their numbers are way down, um, bars are opened. So you can literally go to a bar there right now and, and you can feel safe being there. And uh, one of the things they've implemented really is they test you right at the airport. Um, so they would uh, obviously know what your status is before you enter uh, the country if you're traveling there. So it is is it safe that way. Um, in terms of history, uh, very rich history, from the northern parts from to the southern parts of Ghana. Um, I happen to come from uh, the central area, uh, uh, what they call the Ashanti region, um, and uh, that's where the Ashanti king li- lives. Um, apparently, he's still one of the richest um, monarchs in the world um, because of the gold resources there. Um, and, um, and, uh, and they have such a rich culture. And, and what I love about... Uh, the country is um, not just uh, my with the group or the region I come from, but just with all the other ethnic groups, um, they do have their uh, you know slightly different uh, sort of uh, attire that they would wear and slightly different type of foods that they would love um, and prepare for certain festivals, and um, and, and and so it, it, I would say that yes, it is rich in a lot of culture and a lot of dance. Um, and uh, one thing I wanted to say was what I really love about it is the fact that they celebrate the culture um, every single uh, uh, day. So um, in sort of maybe a suit and a tie, um, what you find out that um, most of the, the, the business folks there would wear um, especially made up um, um, attire. Um, uh, for themselves, and they could go to work with that, and and and, uh, and I, I thought that's I think that's great. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, they're very proud uh, people, and they, they celebrate their their culture and their um, heritage also on a daily basis. Um, and certainly, there's big festivals uh, all year round. And um, one thing for sure, they do have a fantastic. Beach. I forgot to mention that beaches. I forgot to mention that earlier. So uh, definitely, if you like um, uh, beautiful beaches and uh, uh, and, and uh, coconuts, <laughs> uh, that would be a bad place to go visit. Well, that's uh, thanks, uh, Sam, and our <laughs> listeners. Uh, uh, anyone who like to visit Ghana is a great place to visit, and it's a very safe. And 
Furthermore, they speak uh, English, so you don't need a translator, if I'm not mistaken, Sam. Yes, um, actually, um, uh, English uh, is the official language, um, but um, I'll say the um, unofficial language is actually called Qi. Um, it sounds, it's pronounced Qi, but it's actually spelt T-W-I. It's the most uh, popular language there, so you'd find um, different ethnic groups speaking that common um, African dialect in that country. Uh, but when it comes to, um, uh, I'll say, uh, formal communication, um, yes, it is English. And uh, the way, the reason why that's the case is um, uh, they do have a free elementary education. And, and currently they do have free uh, secondary um, or high school education as well. So, and in, in all these institutions, they do uh, teach English as uh, the official language. So that's why you have um, almost everybody, um, if uh, every, almost everybody speaking English. And if, if, if they're not fluent, at least they'll, they'll know some level of broken English. So uh, it's always a good place uh, to go uh, if you're an English speaker, because... Uh, it would be very easy to get around because uh, everybody there uh, speaks uh, would speak some level of English. Oh, that's uh, that's fantastic! Now coming back to the uh, COVID, um, has the COVID nineteen affected uh, you as uh, and your family as well as your work? Um, yeah, I think um, COVID uh, definitely it uh, just has how it's been devastating to a lot of people, and um, and it's still still affecting uh, uh, people, um, including folks listening. Yeah, so it has affected me uh, tremendously. Um, it has affected uh, my ability to uh, obviously um, generate uh, 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 revenue for my business um, because, of course, with especially with the healthcare um, occupational health clinic, we do perform things such as... Um, mask fit testing and lung function testing and, and physical assessments for uh, uh, employment. And so in that sense, it's kind of hard to do those because you do have to have direct contact with individuals and you have to be in close uh, contact with individuals. And that's kind of very uh, uh, tough on, on the team. And so, and so um, definitely we've, we've actually... Um, uh, our business has dropped tremendously from that aspect because there's certain things that we don't want to be doing due to the potential of uh, infection. The other way it's also affected us is um, some of our major um, clients have also gone under, um, so they're not in business anymore. And if your bigger clients are not in business anymore, um, it, it will affect you. So in, in that sense, that uh, affects uh, affected uh, us and uh, also our, our, our pockets, uh, <laughs> our pockets. Um, but then we're um, just like um, what I would, uh, what my dad would say, for any, uh, for any, uh, any times, uh, uh, times of uh, problems. There's also opportunity, and that's why we've also uh, meant to emphasize and, and basically kind of changed. Uh, the way we operate, and that's why we're also into the um, uh, PPE uh, business, uh, personal protective equipment business, and 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 also 
um, uh, starting next month, uh, we're going to be releasing uh, a product called um, Air Cleanse. It's a device that you put on tables, but what it really does is it sucks in um, aerosols. So if um, and it's, it would be especially good for restaurants and and any dining area or anywhere that needs uh, the air refreshed. Um, and and what the device really does is it pulls in um, air and aerosols in there, and it, it runs through a, a, a HEPA filter system, and then it also runs through a UV light system that uh, will kill uh, bacteria uh, or viruses when they when they sink through, uh, and then basically uh, push out uh, uh, clean air. And and so I think uh, that would be one of the a good products to mitigate. Um, uh, the, the spread of uh, COVID through aerosols. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's one thing that uh, we'll be releasing next month. Wow. Um, wow. But, yeah, um, but on a personal level, though, uh, which is actually more important, um, apart from the financial aspects, personally, one of my brothers passed away back in September. Um, he, uh, basically, uh, this was... Um, from my my father's previous uh, um, uh, partner, uh, uh, my dad uh, eventually uh, uh, first wife passed away, and then basically got married to my mum. Uh, but yeah, my my uh, my stepbrother passed away uh, from COVID, so that was kind of a very devastating. Um, yeah, because at some point we used to live with him, so we, we I know him personally, and uh, it did uh, uh, affect affect myself and and the family. So. Um, but um, you know, um, what uh, doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and so um, we celebrated uh, his life, and uh, and uh, we basically um, wish uh, you know uh, continue to uh, uh, you know wish everybody else well, and uh, and, and we hope uh, that uh, doesn't happen to other families as well. So, uh, but yeah, in, in terms of uh, both professionally and personally does it affect us but you know what like i said at the end of the day uh, you have to look at uh, life from the by the side life moves on and we need to focus on what we can do for ourselves the community our families and uh, and, and and population as a whole and, and just uh, keep going so yeah from the from the professional side uh, we are looking forward to that uh, product next year uh, early next year you mentioned january and uh, We'll definitely reach out to find more about that product uh, in in the personal level. Uh, sorry to hear the passing of your stepdad, and uh, uh, our condolences to you and your family, Sam. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, um, if there's a listener out there, um, you know, um, I'll say in these times, uh, let's let's find hope together. So I uh, would encourage anybody uh, feeling down or. Or, or feeling sad these times, or frustrated, or um, just um, confused. Um, to to um, I, w- I would encourage you to, to find hope and uh, and uh, to look at life as you know what. At the end of the day, uh, right now we can, uh, so far as you can breathe, it means um, you have a purpose, and um, you just have to find it and and go for it. So. Um, that's what uh, I'll put out there. Um, no, that's, that's, that. that's, that's a good advice, uh, Sam. And I think uh, 
you remember uh, Keep Hope Alive by Nelson Mandela. So keep hope alive and good days are ahead of us. Absolutely. <laughs> as as a RN uh, and professional uh, person, uh, vaccine are just about coming now. And most of the people have a some uh, difficult of taking that vaccine. As RN uh, yourself, would you be uh, would you take the vaccine if it's available to you and your family? So, uh, is that uh, something that you want to talk about? Uh, yes, um, I, I don't mind talking about it. Um, I think uh, um, if you ask me, would I would I take it? Yes, I would. I would take the vaccine. Um, would I have my family uh, take the vaccine? Yes, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, I would have them take the vaccine. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my sisters, uh, her name is Pat. She lives in North Carolina. Um, she's a, a, a nurse, and um, and she works in clinical settings. Um, I happen to work work from a, uh, an office setting, but uh, with her, yes, she actually had her first Pfizer vaccine uh, just yesterday. Wow! And um, and she emailed me, uh, well, she didn't. She sent me a WhatsApp text and, and, and informed me that um, it had been eight hours as of the time she texted me, and uh, she had had no symptoms as of that time. I uh, sent her a text this morning to check up on her, and and she said, "Well, just like uh, any other uh, vaccine, you know, her arm was sore a little bit, so she took Tylenol, and and the pain is gone as of uh, this morning. So um, her next, uh, 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 obviously, injection uh, vaccine because uh, it's two, it's it's two is in three weeks. Um, so I think." Um, I think, from a personal uh, point of view, um, or at least uh, or inter inter the family point of view, I would know more um, uh, from a direct uh, first-hand reporting by a, a family member how it goes. But so far, so good. So um, I definitely feel confident uh, in, in having the vaccine. Yeah, because the reason. Uh, but um, yeah, but I think it's also important to know that um, we should be also aware of some of the. Uh, issues that um, it comes with. Uh, I know there's been a few uh, reporting put out there that is certainly not the best for anybody that may have a, um, a, a respiratory issues such as uh, asthma and, and, and chronic lung issues. So certainly if you have a chronic lung issue um, or respiratory problems, uh, please uh, consult with your physician uh, before you, you go for the vaccine. Yeah. yeah, because the reason I ask you is one of the uh, actual newcomer uh, phoned me a couple of days ago and he said, uh, you know, by the way, the vaccine has a chip and if you take the vaccine, you will be controlled by someone. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, that's if somebody would be able to control you, that's, you know, uh, that's I, I just told him that's not true. So as a newcomer and professional medical person, uh, that is a something that people might believe because of the misinformation? Yes, and I think um, we we don't have to blame uh, anybody or, or be surprised. There, there is tons of uh, misinformation out there. Um, and um, sometimes it's hard to believe uh, anything um, because there's so many contrasting uh, uh, 
uh, information out there. So I think it's just incumbent on on us to uh, to basically uh, keep uh, uh, educating our our families and friends, and uh, and to share facts with them um, to to allow them to understand. Um, the facts of uh, of uh, any case or any matter. Uh, they, but zooming on the vaccine, no, uh, uh, there's no there's no way that um, uh, somebody's able to control you uh, by having to, uh, that uh, uh, vaccine. Uh, but then I think um, you know I'm not the expert. I think uh, the people that work directly in in, in basically uh, bringing vaccines out and and in the immunization programs, I think it's uh, incumbent on uh, on them and, and I'll say community as a whole to put out exactly what the vaccine is and how it works um, to so that people uh, have the right information so that they can make a well-informed decision as well, whether it's the right thing for them. For me, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's for some people and some people don't want it. Um, and I don't have any reservations which direction anybody goes um, because I think um, everybody has to have uh, the autonomy to make a decision on, on the best thing for themselves and their family. So um, uh, irrespective of the decisions folks make, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Not that uh, they would care anyways, but um, it doesn't do anything for me and I don't mind at all. Um, the only thing uh, I think uh, what's important is to make sure that uh, people get the right information about the vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the misinformation is not only for newcomers. I think there is also misinformation among the local people. So uh, uh, people, uh, the more people can be educated. And I think anyone who wants to know more about the vaccine, they can always go to the fact sheet of the Albert Health Services or Health Canada and be able mm-hmm. to read by themselves. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, have you have you any advice to our audience today as to how best to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen in our community? Well, I think um, I'll start off by saying, um, telling you about myself. Really, um, uh, prior to COVID COVID nineteen, I I think I so I used to touch uh, my face quite a lot uh, for different reasons. Um, I think throughout several months I've been able to prevent myself from doing that uh, consciously. So um, that I've, I've stopped doing that because uh, uh, it, it, uh, a lot of people don't talk about that on the radio. Normally, uh, of course, the typical uh, pieces are wash your hands with soap uh, regularly. If there's no soap, use uh, a hand sanitizer. Uh, with at least 70% alcohol. Uh, that's the number one thing. Uh, number two is uh, if, um, of course, apart from your um, immediate uh, family that you're in constant contact with, um, if, you, of course, you're going to be in a public place or even if you're going to be meeting, uh, even if it's not in a public place and you're going to meet a, a friend that is not uh, uh, part of your, your bubble, um, or your uh, immediate uh, safe, uh, safe family or, or friend group, what uh, you want to be doing is you want to be wearing at least 
uh, a mask. Um, it could be uh, a cloth mask, a washable cloth mask, but at least something that would uh, help um, reduce uh, any... It, it doesn't stop it, just to just let everybody know, it doesn't stop it, but at least it, it helps reduce that spread a bit. Um, by wear a mask and uh, by um, uh, trying to keep at least uh, uh, um, uh, at least some some distance away, uh, for about two two meters away from from uh, who 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 you're going to be in close contact with. So um, basically, uh, physical distancing is what I'm trying to say. And um, then, last thing, of course, uh, is uh, just um, to follow the guidelines uh, um, recommended by the health authorities. So um, if you heard nothing I'm saying, I would suggest that one, um, follow the guidelines recommended by the health authorities. If, if you don't know, um, just um, Google COVID Alberta and and uh, you'd get that information. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, wash your hands with soap frequently. And if there's no soap, use hand sanitizer and avoid uh, basically touching your face as much as possible. That's number two. And uh, number three, wear a mask. Um, if you're going to be outside your uh, your uh, your bubble or if you're going to be in a public place. Um, yeah. So that's that's all I can say to make it simple. Um, there's, uh, I can give more details, but I think uh, sometimes... Uh, uh, that is that that is why I'll say go online and, and, and Google what uh, health authorities are recommending. Uh, but this would be the, the basic things I can say that I, I believe uh, if I was a listener, I would remember. So I'll, I'll do the same as well. No, that's that's well said. What about the mental health in terms of the isolation? Uh, would someone better to continue exercise and uh, to feel yeah, better? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, that's... Uh, that is the additional thing that uh, has cropped up as, as uh, due to the isolation. It's, it's brought up uh, about um, mental health issues. Now, apart from mental health, uh, the other things that people are not talking about is uh, it also increased uh, domestic violence rates. You know, so um, there is uh, there is a lot of um, um, a lot of that going on in, in the communities. And I know uh, COVID is kind of a taking um, taking a lead on, on a lot of things, but certainly uh, mental health uh, is an issue that uh, one has to be uh, taken seriously. Uh, now, um, what I do really is um, uh, I try as much as possible. Um, now I'm an, I'm an African, so I don't really enjoy the cold. <laughs> but uh, but when when at least I see the sun, I, I try to. Um, I try to, to, to go for a walk um, as much as I can. Um, the other times where um, I do uh, um, uh, skipping, I just use a skipping rope in, in the house. So these are kind of a simple uh, ways you can keep yourself um, fit and, and active uh, during the, these times. So using a skipping rope, which is very um, uh, cheap uh, to, to purchase or to obtain uh, or to make. Um, and and walks when when uh, when you feel you can go out and, and do some walking. Um, the 
other thing I, I would probably uh, maybe suggest people to do is uh, probably um, try on some um, uh, comedy shows if if you if you you're tied that to like um, uh, watching watching shows and and because um, uh, one of the things uh, we forgot to do is just uh, yes is grim and we have to stay in most of the time but uh, the things we can enjoy whilst we're indoors and so. I spent um, time with the family watching uh, comedy shows, and uh, and sometimes we play uh, board games. So um, I'll say anything that uh, you could at least uh, attempt to enjoy. I'll certainly um, give give that a go. Um, definitely give that a go. Well, well said that to our listeners today, and I hope they are listening and they will be able to uh, act accordingly accordingly to them. Uh, to their to their to themselves and their families and um, their well-being is very important to them and to them to their families as well as to the community. So, well said, Sam. And uh, be kind also to your neighbors. Be kind to strangers. Be kind to your friends at this difficult time. And uh, together we will pull it off. Yeah. No. I uh, want to thank. Uh Uh, everybody um, and your listeners and uh, give me the opportunity to at least uh, share some time with you and uh, I really uh, I love uh, uh, my daughters and sisters in Brooks it's such a, a, a lovely place uh, my experience there was was great um, I I, uh, I miss a lot of people there um, so um, I, I, I wish to uh, I, did, I was there last um, last year Um, for a short visit, but I wish to come back again and, and see some old uh, old friends. Um, don't know how many Tim Hortons we have there, but uh, I seem to see uh, a lot of good smells all the time. And when I go to Tim Hortons, um, so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a real blessing uh, to be to be at Brooks at some point in time and to see how vibrant and how uh, a great that uh, community is. Um, so yeah. Love you all. Uh, thank you very much, Sam, and we are we were very honored to have you. And thank you very much for taking the time. And uh, thanks also for the positive contribution you have made during your time in Brooks, and I'm sure you're doing in uh, Calgary. And we wish you every possible success for your two companies and your businesses in the years to come. Thank you very much. And I forgot to add one more thing. Uh, inshallah. <laughs> well, well, inshallah, God willing. So that is indeed. And again, wish you all the best for the years to come, uh, Sam. And I hope that you will make uh, that business successful. And maybe one day you plan to open also office in Brooks and count of Newell as well. Yes, yes. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. This is Ahmed Kasim. Thanks for taking the time and thanks for our listeners. Hopefully you will join us next time. Until then, have a good day. Cheers to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were cute, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones that today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the dreams bring back all the memories And the memories bring back, memories bring back your There's a time that I remember When I did not know no pain When I believed in forever 
Douglas, Reeve of the County of Newell. We need your help. COVID-19 has hit us hard. We need to take a stand to fight this virus together to keep everyone safe. We ask that you take the advice of experts, wash your hands, keep your distance, wear a mask in public places, and follow all the rules. Stay home if you can. We all look forward to returning to some normalcy. Let's get through this together and do the right thing. Thank you. This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kasim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.